Welcome to In Our Own Defense Podcast. We're your host, Attorney A.D. Winters, founder and managing attorney of VeteransDefender.com, and Dr. Dolores Tarver, licensed psychologist. Uh, for more information about our show, find us on social media at In Our Own Defense on Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube channel, and you can email us at inourowndefense at gmail.com. Uh, this is part of our four-part series. This is the second part of our four-part series of In Our Own Defense podcast that we have the pleasure of having uh, the extremely talented and dynamic attorney, uh, Mr. Trey Baker, he's the director of African-American engagement uh, for the Biden-Harris 2020 presidential campaign. And he's gonna be here with us discussing empowerment, employment, economics in the 2020 election. Uh, in the previous show, we discussed empowerment. Uh, empowerment of, of the LGBTQI community, uh, empowerment for African-Americans, empowerment uh, as far as the vote with the Latinx community, empowerment uh, for all peoples and all citizens of America and what the campaign had in store. In this particular episode, Dr. Tarver, I'd like for us to uh, engage uh, about employment and what employment opportunities this campaign may have in place. What are you seeing, Dr. Tarver, as far as your uh, your patients that you're treating as a provider, what do, what are you noticing as it relates to employment issues? Definitely seeing a lot of unemployment and underemployment in my my clients. Um, people are having a very difficult time getting reemployed once they've been employed. Um, people are often told uh, essentially they're being laid off and that they'll be called back, but they're not receiving that call back. Um, in particular, a lot of my African-American males are having a hard time um, getting employment back, especially those that worked in any kind of factory setting or um, in any kind of food industry. Uh, a lot of people in their jobs, if they are in uh, higher level jobs in companies, they're being downsized. And so they're being either told to take a, a lesser position with less salary and less benefits to stay employed or to be let go altogether. So uh, people are, are, are understandably uh, anxious about this unemployment situation and concerned about what is this going to mean in the next several months and what is going to happen in 2021. I think a lot of people are holding on hope, like, okay, well, if we can just get to 2021, but now people are like, okay, but that's not a magic number. We get there and then what? Especially when we aren't sure who our president is going to be and what kind of policies may be put in place to help with employment. And I, you know, I appreciate you for that, Dr. Tarver. I, I think those are uh, valid concerns. I noticed uh, as a small business owner or employed people, that is that is a uh, ex extreme challenge that we're working through. Um, well, without further ado, for this second part, I wanna bring on our guest, uh, just real quick, uh, Trey Baker's the Director of African-American Engagement uh, for the Joe Biden campaign, uh, the Biden-Harris 2020. He's a Mississippian, self-described as a Mississippian Grenadian in Tougaluan, uh, Bowtie aficionado. He's got his uh, undergraduate uh, studies he did at Tougaloo College, and he earned his Jewish doctorate from the University of uh, Denver Law. He, he manages and, and leads a, an array of uh, uh, programs and efforts there at the Biden-Harris campaign. But help me welcome him back to the show. Welcome back to the show, uh, Mr. Baker. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> and this, um, and this, and this um, second part of our four-part series of In Our Own Defense, uh, we want to discuss employment uh, impacts. And I'll let uh, Dr. Tarver talk about it—the the pandemic uh, uh, posture and how this impact is 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 uh, uh, bringing depression about to our people. Go ahead, Dr. Tarver. 
Thank you so much, Attorney Winters. Uh, Attorney Baker, I know that you are very well aware of what unemployment can do to a family. I know you have seen it. Um, being in, coming up in our small town that we grew up in, when we, we had some plants closed there and a lot of people um, had to change and adjust what they were doing in their families. And often people didn't come back from that. Um, we've seen generations and generations of people still struggling from people being laid off uh, in their families. And, and so my clients are dealing with a lot of understandable anxiety about what this means for them in terms of unemployment rates, which are skyrocketing. Uh, and not having a lot of resources. There's only so much support that they're able to receive and that is decreasing and they're unsure of what that may look like. I know that you have talked about Vice President Biden's Build Back Better. Uh, and we wanna kind of know what, how does that affect our people? For them who say they are concerned about whether or not they'll be able to get employed again, um, who are sick and afraid to go back to work, right? If they've had a COVID exposure. And so they're thinking, I don't wanna go back to work and then I get sick again. And what if I don't make it this time? Uh, for people who don't want to be able to um, necessarily be on unemployment, but don't feel like they have any other options. And, and for folks who are trying to navigate their kids at home as well and figure out how they're gonna work. Um, we know that we get avoidant when we get fearful, but what are some things that the Biden campaign are outlining in terms of helping people through what I, I deem as an employment crisis right now? Well, it's absolutely an employment crisis. You have COVID-19, which is, which is just shaking everything about us, our, our entire labor, uh, community is, is shaken to the core, uh, and and one thing I, I I would be remiss if I didn't talk about black business in particular. Uh, it, it is being said that forty percent of black-owned businesses won't recover from COVID nineteen. That's going to get be to such a tremendous uh, impact uh, on on our community. Uh, just imagine all of the folks that we know. All of the, all of the Mr. Felix barbershops, uh, all of the, um, you know, the the mom and pop grocery stores. You look at, you know, you look at Palazzola that held up Eastside for so long. You look at all these, uh, you know, all these places. Uh, it's those kinds of places right right now that are closing all across this country. And so, not only are are we looking at workers who are suffering from uh, employment, not having employment opportunities, not being able to get re-employment. But you're you're talking about folks who are entrepreneurs who went and, and decided to be brave enough to hang their own shingle, who won't be able to uh, to benefit. And so what, what does Joe Biden plan for uh, being able to build back better? And, and that wording is very, you know, while it's alliteration, it's also very purposeful is that, uh, this current administration has taken us back to the dark ages in so many ways. And so we have to not only, um, you know, try to be better, but we have to build it back before we can even do that. So it, it's one thing to say, we're going to look into the future and we're going to do this and that, but we've got to get back to square one uh, from, a, from an economic standpoint. And so uh, Joe Biden released a plan that, that has, uh, has pillars around uh, manufacturing, pillars around the caregiving economy, pillars around racial equity, and uh, making and pillars around the environment. And making sure that in all of those sectors, uh, there's an infusion of, of, of resources, an infusion of capital across those uh, 
those particular pillars so that we can come back better. Because if we don't, uh, we're going to look to continue to slide uh, in this country and then in our position in the world. Uh, and so across those four areas, uh, whether it's uh, making sure that government contracts are available for uh, minority uh, em em employers or whether it's uh, having actual infrastructure projects that go up as a part of the manufacturing plan or uh, participating in a in a green economy so uh, building out things that will make our community be better whether it's wind ener energy or solar panels and solar farms um, providing understanding that it's going to take a huge effort I mean I'm talking about FDR levels um, uh, of a New Deal type of type of levels. I'm talking about Lyndon Johnson Great Society levels of investment in our communities, and Joe Biden is prepared to do that. And I think that's a that's a great segue into what what, what Dr. Tarver asked, uh, and I appreciate that question and your response, Mr. Baker. Um, what what I've been in my research for the for this particular production is. Uh, we're, we're watching African-Americans, uh, the employment rate for everybody, blacks, white, greens, blue, everybody, it's the unemployment spike. Job losses were tremendous. Th this goes without saying. But some of these recent studies have shown that African-Americans are being reemployed at a much slower rate. Uh, and, and I know that the, the Build Back Better program talks about racial uh, equity inside of the Build Back Better. Um, my question is kind of centered on this study that I was researching. I think I'm hearing a little bit of feedback, but uh, the, the, this Economic Policy Institute, uh, it, it talks about in, in multiple prongs, but the spiking unemployment rate, it talks about um, how, the, how this rate, this unemployment rate, it was much higher for Blacks. Um, all workers, um, the, the, the all white workers was 3.1%. Uh, then it was 14 point, it went to 14.2. All black workers was 5.8, and then it went up to 16.7%. Uh, but then uh, as it came back to the to reemployment, we had black health issues that were being, you know, uh, targeted, which was much higher when it came to the pandemic and, and suffering from the corona, coronavirus, because African-Americans seem to be working in those, those certain industries, the logistics industry, the warehousing, public transit, uh, social services. We were being impacted, the, um, the postal service, all of these services where these black workers were on the front line, we were getting um, a worse impact as it came uh, to the employment. The final part of it, it says out of all the numbers, black women suffered the absolute uh, worst as it became uh, unemployment and the disproportionate reemployment uh, issues that are happening. Uh, what, are, what are specific issues that you guys are doing to strengthen an employee, uh, employment from not just African-Americans, but all Americans. And what are some of the commitment to the counter? What what I find most disturbing in this worst time is that this current administration is saying that it's going to do away with um, what it refers to as anti-American training. These policy initiatives and training uh, about diversity, training about affirmative action, training about um, this current president says it's anti-American. What are some of the inclusive things that you all plan to do uh, as we move forward uh, in, in your uh, tenure as, as leading this country? 
Well, I, I mean, the best way to answer that is, you know, Joe Biden not going to do that bullshit that Trump's talking about, right? Like, that's the <laughs> that's the best way to answer. I mean, you know, whether, it, whether it's the anti-American sentiment, he went on this whole thing about, um, you know, 1776 program versus the, the, the 1619 project. And it, you know, I think that's going to be the, the first, the first thing is that he, uh, meaning Joe Biden, uh, is not going to participate in this, this, this kind of racial angst, um, politics that, that, uh, Donald Trump is. And so I, I'll, I'll just leave it at that on, on that piece is that uh, as a part of that build back better plan, the, the pillar around racial equity, uh, Joe Biden is going to take a look at every, every federal agency. And as a threshold question, make sure that there is leadership, uh, that is diverse within each agency, because you absolutely have to have that. You have to have people who understand black farmers working in USDA. You absolutely have to have people who are in leadership positions in SBA to, to be able to help, uh, black owned businesses or, or, or Latino owned businesses when they're in trouble. So, uh, I'll just leave that one at that is that there will be a threshold question across the board that not only will Joe Biden's staff and, and everybody look like America, but the federal government is going to look like America and be reflective uh, of what America has to offer rather than being uh, repressive uh, of, of all of those things uh, that, that, you know, really are a, a part of America. Like we, they forgot about the melting pot. They just said, "No, nah, we we don't deal with the melting pot anymore. We we just uh, we're gonna be homogeneous, and we we just gonna we don't want we don't want that diversity anymore." And so, uh, I think looking at those ideals and trying to get closer to those American aims that we say we 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 love and we're we we hold so dear. Uh, to your to the first part of your question, just about jobs programs, the the first difference that you will see is that Joe Biden will have a jobs program. Uh, un unlike this administration, who doesn't have any program. He's time and time again said, one, he doesn't have a plan for the second administration. You saw the Republican Party went out and at their, their convention, they didn't even adopt a platform. They just said they support whatever Donald Trump supports. That, and so the first thing is that there's no plan uh, on, on the other side. But Joe Biden will have a plan uh, around, uh, as I said before, around manufacturing, around the economy, uh, or around the environment, around racial equity, and and be able to plug people into that system. Uh, one thing that's so big in the in the racial equity component of it is 150 billion dollars will be invested in CDFI banks, uh, black-owned banks, places like that. And that's what's key for all Americans, but particularly for black Americans is access to capital. And so making it possible for people to be able to uh, keep their businesses going and at the same time going back and and um, hiring people to be able to, to structure other people uh, to provide for their families. You know, we had that one round of the um, uh, the Paycheck Protection Program, the PPP, that didn't make its way to 
the businesses that needed it most, small businesses. It didn't make its way to black-owned businesses. It didn't make it its way to businesses of color. Uh, you had businesses that just snuck in, had 499 employees, were worth millions and millions of dollars who got to participate in this program. Meanwhile, you got barbers and beauticians across the country who can't catch a break. So I, I think one of the first things we'll, we'll, we'll see from Joe Biden is that he'll, he'll fix that program as well as uh, many, of, many of the programs related to the recovery uh, that he can. Uh, but that's going to be about giving people access to the capital that they'll need to come to come back. There's no, there's no magic wand. There's no everything's just going to get better. These businesses are either going to live or die off the fact that they have have capital or not, because that's that's going to be the key. And if they don't have capital, they won't be able to hire employees, and we'll go into a deeper and deeper recession. And I appreciate that. For, for, for a final question, I would ask: Does the does the campaign partisans build back better have a uh, are discussing what what is it going to look like when we all come back hopefully when we all come back and we're starting to get jobs are we going to be able to uh, employ people at a much better wage this this uh, this minimum wage has i mean it's this is horrible right I, no one can afford to live off of this and so what are you all planning to do as far as a minimum wage and are our workers going to have the chance to right to organize when we do come back or or do you guys have some policy in place for that? Well, Joe Biden is the is the labor candidate for sure, uh, and and has been endorsed by um, o over I think at this point over over fifty labor unions. But again, shout out to Erica Dinko Smith, who's our labor director, and, and who would probably cuss me out if I got that number wrong. So uh, that that's the first thing. Also, Joe Biden will support the fifteen dollar minimum wage. Uh, he believes that people need uh, a livable wage. He often tells the story about his father uh, telling him that uh, the job is just not about making money, but the job is about dignity and, and being able to provide for your family. And that's how he sees it. He sees, you know, he sees a job as something more than that. Hey, with him growing up in, in Scranton, Pennsylvania, and then Wilmington, Delaware, uh, after his father was fired and couldn't find employment, he understands at a very personal level what what that's like to come from a home that's suffering from underemployment and so uh he's going to do everything in 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 his power to do so and make sure that that people have opportunities so uh he wants to be able to create uh as many jobs as possible across the the economy uh, but the first thing we're going to have to do is stop the bleeding and part of that bleeding is COVID-19. People act like it's over. People act like, you know, we, we can go on with our lives. But uh, until we stop the bleeding that, that resulted from COVID-19, we won't be able to get back on track uh, with anything. Uh, and, and, and joblessness will continue to go down and our economy will continue to be broken. Uh, uh, you know, and I, and I hate to sound like a broken record on that, but that's just the absolute truth. We can't do anything. Uh, until we get a hold of a hold of this pandemic, have a plan for coming back uh, around creating capital for people to, whether it's businesses or individuals, uh, be able to support themselves. 
And I appreciate that. I know we're running out of time for this episode, but I, but I do want to remind our listeners that you are informing us that, that the Biden-Harris campaign uh, has a, a plan, first off, a, a, a plan, and it's predicated on first solving, the, stopping the bleeding with the public health crisis that is COVID-19, limiting that, stopping that, and uh, allowing us to proceed with a deliberate strategic jobs plan that includes raising that minimum wage, a livable wage. Uh, so we really appreciate that. I think these are sustainable uh, employment related issues. We know there's so many more things that we want to discuss. So the next time we bring you on, uh, you know, uh, we, we had the pleasure of discussing with you empowerment and employment. The next two things we want to talk about is the big level economic issue uh, and, uh, and, and what this 2020 election is all about. Uh, Dr. Tarber, uh, do you have any closing words uh, before we, uh, we end this episode? And then we'll bring Mr. Baker back on uh, very soon so we can discuss more of this. Um, just want to remind people that uh, there are a lot of, on um, uh, Vice President Biden's website, a lot of these agendas that we're discussing have more information. So maybe this will be a good time to kind of plug that piece as well uh, for our viewers so they'll know where to go look for more information. Yeah, and that's JoeBiden.com. That's JoeBiden.com. And uh, definitely you can donate on the beginning of it, I believe there, Trey, and then past that, you can see all of these uh, Build Back Better uh, initiatives. Uh, and, and this has been another episode of In Our Own Defense podcast, where we've been discussing empowerment, employment, economics in the 2020 election with attorney Trey Baker. He's the director of African-American engagement for the Biden-Harris 2020 campaign. Uh, this is In Our Own Defense, where you host attorney A.D. Winters and Dr. Dolores Tarver. Uh, for more information, just find us on all our social media, our YouTube page. Go ahead and like it, uh, subscribe to it. That's In Our Own Defense or our Facebook and Instagram page at In Our Own Defense or email us at inourowndefense at gmail.com. We'll be back with more episodes uh, in, in the future with, with Attorney Trey Baker. So thank you for Dr. Tarver and myself. Have a great day.